This is Jacqueline with Sound Body Wisdom. Welcome, and I hope you're well wherever you are listening in from in the world. Where I am sitting right now, it is is really blustery outside, so this incredibly powerful wind might make some guest appearances through this episode. So today, you know, I wanted to explore some big concepts and I thought I would start by stating, stating the obvious, which is the world is filled with a whole lot of people that are all actually really different. We have these, these common things, these basic fundamental things in common. And, you know, as I've you know, spent a lot of time in different parts of the world and teaching, I've had the incredible honor of really being able to witness, you know, the things that we do share, the fundamental things of, you know, wanting to see and be seen, love and be loved, um, to feel valued. So those, those are fundamental in the core of all of us, I think, wherever we are in our species. And I'm really thinking a lot about sort of the diversity that exists within us. You know, even people that we think, wow, they're just, they're so similar to us, and, and they very well might be. But internally, we have all had such different lives and experiences through our lives that even, even a sibling, right, the differences or the diversity within us. So this diversity, you know, we see and we experience this in many ways on a daily basis. And it, it could be in our communities or on social media, um, potentially even in our families, in the news. And, you know, it can make for interesting or challenging or even, you know, potentially unsettling experiences because we're all so interconnected. And whether that's something we celebrate or whether it's something that we don't really like, we can't change the fact that we are so interconnected. Um, our species on this planet, no matter how far away someone might be geographically. And I think as population sizes continue to grow and due to various like political, ecological, or health variables, that this overlap or this interconnection, it's gonna just become more and more highlighted. In bringing awareness to how this weaves in each of our lives, I think is really an essential practice. And yet quite often, you know, people don't know like where to begin relating to these sort of bigger philosophies or concepts of interconnectedness, diversity, or equity in our societies. And I think we, we hear these being talked about more than ever right now. And as I'm in spaces or in meetings where these concepts are presented or discussed, I'm, I'm increasingly struck by how much people seem to, to really kind of spin on the surface in discussions or sharings. And even at a, a recent meeting, there were a few people, they even named it, that it, it felt overwhelming. And they, they didn't even know where to begin to explore these concepts in, the, in their lives, you know. And I felt like that feels so honest and, and understandable. 
And so with a deep breath and a lot of compassion in that meeting, you know, I offered reflections on how I relate to or access these big arenas, these, these areas of interconnection, diversity, and equity, so, so that they're no longer just concepts, but really they're experiences that I live and breathe in my, in my thoughts, in my beliefs, my behaviors, the dynamics in every exchange I have with other humans. Because as, as far as I can tell, meaningful change, whether it's globally or locally, it really relies on the change within each individual. So not just in the choices we make, but also in, in how we think, how we behave. You know, the biases or dynamics we entrench that uphold really unnecessary imbalances in our interconnection with others, which is, you know, then what can perpetuate more inequity or harmful imbalances in societies, in our communities, relationships, families. You know, it, it really ripples out and touches everywhere where we have connections. Because even though these big concepts are easy to be imagined as they're, they're just something out there distant from our everyday lives, these concepts of interconnection, diversity, equity, they are present and alive in, in every aspect of all of our lives. <laughs> Unless, of course, you live on a remote island with you know no way to contact the rest of the world. And then in that case, you wouldn't actually be listening to this podcast. <laughs> Okay, so I know that thinking about our working on ourselves can be uncomfortable because it's an unknown or because maybe the idea of change is not a favorite. And really, the way I like to frame it or think of it is more that it's about meaningful growth when I'm doing the work with myself. And it's, it's something similar to learning a new language or a new recipe, a new song, new dance move, a new puzzle, getting to know a new friend, doing some new travel, right? You get the idea. We are actually, we're wired for, we are designed for growth, aka change. And change is how we can grow into and embody these big concepts that we've been talking about here. All right, so back to where we began in this episode. You know, the reality of this very diverse and interconnected planet we are all a part of and, and how finding ways to personally relate to the concepts of diversity and equity in our daily lives, how that can actually help to create meaningful change on all levels. Amazing, right? That the investment towards growth we do with ourselves can actually make a difference outside of ourselves. Because, you know, as we grow in our understanding and relationship to these concepts, they actually become lived experiences right within us that then will naturally shift habits and biases that in many different ways have really not been healthy or sustainable for the majority of humans in the first place. So it becomes a, a natural change, something that, you know, 
you kind of set it in motion and then you tend it and it just grows exponentially, this change, this meaningful growth. So with all this in our minds and perhaps even touching our hearts, I wanted to offer something that you could play with or try, you know, to find your, your personalized bridge towards embodying these concepts. You know, I'll share some of what I do and then you can adapt. So really for anything, and especially with big concepts, the first thing I do is I ask myself questions. I get curious. So I might ask, well, what's underlying something like inequity? What perpetuates it? Why does it exist? How does it exist? Or what is it? You know, for me, when I ask those questions, it's a lot about power dynamics. When I, when I look at any of the isms, right, the classism, sexism, racism, ableism, and, you know, so many more power dynamics really underlie them all. These entrenched beliefs, biases, prejudices, right, on conscious or unconscious levels that tell us something is better than another. Someone is better than another. Someone or something is to be more valued. Someone or something is greater than or lesser than another. So there is this prevalence of how we're assessing a a greater than or lesser than framework in, in most areas of our lives. You know, it's from how we dress to a level of education or our sense of humor, our appearance, You know, maybe our perceived achievements, you know, the things we've done in our lives, our possessions, the friends we have, maybe where we live or where we don't live, or even whether or not we have children and what they do or what they don't do goes on and on. And the more we engage this framework, the more we entrench it, it really, it makes the isms and the inequities appear or feel normal. And when I use the word normal, you know, this is my way of saying, you know, it's something we don't question. We stop seeing it and we just accept it. So for me, asking questions and being curious can support us to know how we even think about these concepts and how we relate to them. And and it starts opening doors to new awareness that power dynamics, pecking orders, inequities, they exist all around us and within us. And this isn't about, you know, thinking of it as that as a positive or a negative. It's just about noticing that they are there and then being able to choose if there's something we would like to do or something we'd like to change. Which brings us to the next step is that I, I look to everyday exchanges to see if, if I can catch a glimpse of them at play in, in real time in my life. And this, this might be at the grocery store. It could be with a friend, talking to a family member. It could be even while watching, you know, a character in a movie. It might be in the thoughts I'm having, but I don't say out loud. It could be in a way I speak to someone, a behavior, a body language, or a sensation I have in my body. You know, and that sensation could be, you know, my heart or my energy shrinks or my energy expands. You know, it's the things that I choose to say or not say. It's a way that I feel while I'm in the exchange or even how I feel afterwards. 
You know, I ask myself to notice what I notice and be curious about all the clues I may have available to me. Do I notice someone has things that look like like an expensive car or clothes? And what are my thoughts or behavior in relation to that? How do I treat people differently based on these external markers? You know, what are my thoughts when I'm speaking to someone with different language skills than me? Does the gender of someone or their age, does that stir a bias or fuel some kind of power dynamic? Or what about how they just appear physically? You know, and I ask myself, am I making someone greater than or lesser than? I look at the dynamic. Am I making someone or myself greater than or lesser than? Because that's the nugget. That's the moment. That's the power dynamic. And I find it's, you know, if I'm really paying attention, I can, I can see where there is that, that exchange, that power dynamic happening where maybe I'm making someone above me or below me. You know, essentially any or, or all of these have connections to entrenched power dynamics, right? So anytime we're doing this, making someone greater than or lesser than, it really is connected to these power dynamics that are often unconscious. They're connected to inherent biases we have that, that dictate the constant evaluation of this person is greater than or lesser than, or I am greater than or lesser than. And while, you know, an assessment of this nature, it, it can be helpful in certain situations. It's not always helpful that this is our default. You know, this is our autopilot. Because when we're constantly perpetuating these power dynamics of which humans are greater than or lesser than, we're less able to just authentically show up and truly meet the range of diversity like in ourselves and in others. You know, we create more compartmentalization than actually tuning into our interconnectivity. You know, and I, I recently found this note I had written, and it, and it was just this succinct clarifying some of my thoughts on power, and, and I just wanted to share that. And what I had written was, you know, to have power over people, so not, not to be empowered, not just the, the nature of power itself, but to have power over is really connected into these pecking orders or systems of oppression. And that cultural norms that entrench the validation or the valuing of some people more than others. That the population is then constantly doing everything to be better than others, to be valued. But being valued means participating in the status quo standards, which means a system of greater than or lesser than is being upheld and not questioned. And then it is threaded unconsciously into everything. And I wrote that when we feel seen, we're empowered. When people feel unseen, they will tend to take power, have power over people, right? It's a compensatory. So when we feel seen, we feel empowered. Unseen, we take power or have power over others. Because 
when we don't question the many ways inequity shows up in our life, it can keep us separate from one another and more readily able to accept an imbalance of power over some people, but not others. Bringing our curiosity to begin to notice these dynamics that each of us plays out each day on on different levels and to different degrees, this is what helps us to grow into new ways of thinking. Awareness and curiosity take us off autopilot and they allow us to choose to be more in balance with how we relate to one another and the world. Awareness and curiosity, they interrupt these normalized power dynamics, these inequities that keep us more separate and disconnected. Noticing how we engage these dynamics and in choosing something different in our thoughts and feelings, this is the true power. Because it's power that says we can all show up fully as we are in our diversity and be met on equal ground. So after this podcast is over, or wherever you arrive next, bring your awareness and curiosity to notice what you notice about, about the ways that these dynamics and, and all the isms, right, and the biases, how they run for you. No judgment, just notice and see if you can be curious about them. See what you learn. And let yourself develop your your lived experience of these important and, yes, really big concepts. All right, as always, I appreciate you spending this time with me. And if my dear friend Chris up in BC is listening, hi, my friend. Um, Thanks so much. And as always, you can check out my website, soundbodywisdom.com. Feel free to reach out, stay connected. But in the meantime, just sending you all lots of love. Take care.